there are not a lot of films out that the entire family will go sit down and be entertained. And this is young. one. This is one. <laughs> yeah. This is family entertainment yeah. at its finest. Podcasting alone on a Friday night. Just remember, you're awesome. Uh, you're awesome. I'm here. I'm also here. Hey, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> what you sipping? Uh, so I made myself an emerald. What? That sounds like a bitch it, drink. It, it's not. It's it's really quite not. It's uh. It's 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 whiskey. Oh, I swear. This... It's whiskey, vermouth, and bitters, which is like the least pitch drink. Ever. Yeah, I guess. But it's really it's quite qu- potent. It's quite not a bitch drink. Hmm. Uh, I would say it's quite the opposite of a bitch drink. It's the manliest drink of all. Puts hairs on your chest. Yep. Um. Go, drink this on the hunt. I had something I was going to say. Oh, I, I saw the new Star Wars. Oh, um, no. oh my God. No, I'll to, keep it. I'll keep it. I'll keep it short and sweet. We have to stop. Okay. <laughs> I saw the new Star Wars movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fucking complete mess. Okay. But it's, but it's pretty enjoyable regardless. I see you do. You, you say we'll keep it short, but then I have thoughts and then you have probably have more. Th- and it's just a disaster. I would. Okay. Let's. Make a deal. Speaking of disaster, Star Wars Episode (laughs) 8. We have to make a deal. This is the last time we can talk about Star Wars ever. It's the last one. Until the next movie. No, no. It's the last. This is the last time we're recording in 2017. New Year's resolution. uh, No more pop culture. I mean, American pop pop culture. culture. None. Oh, my God. Zero. We have to stop. It's getting (sighs) getting too much. Like the last, what? our last four episodes have had Marvel and Star Wars discussions. It's ridiculous. I literally, literally hate this shit. What else are it's we going to talk about? Anime? To my existence, and I can't handle it. And we have to stop. Um, but someone, I keep, I kept thinking, I keep thinking about how people. I haven't seen this film, but perhaps you can confirm or deny. People keep saying that this like deconstructs Star Wars. And that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Deconstruct Star Wars is such a broad thing to say that it doesn't really apply well, to pe- anything. People keep saying it like, oh, it, it adds gray areas and it makes it it makes it all fuzzy. And like that so defeats the purpose of Star Wars, which was like a an homage to corny nineteen thirties Flash Gordon serials, and it was like well, was we we already fucking look after the prequels, everything's blown the fuck open. Like literally, nothing matters anymore. Um, the the, the <laughs> if, if I, I know what they're saying, I get exactly what they're instead saying. Of, I know the instead of post nine eleven America, I use post prequel. 
as a as sort of a, look. What's the real shakeup? I'll let you decide. Yeah, I but know, uh, I know which one it is. <laughs> um, it's uh, I know exactly what they're referring to in the narrative, and that's easily the most interesting part of the entire story. Um, everything else is meme bait garbage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're probably right. Um, if you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. But like, uh, it's. Is it like is the, it, the can, only the only original part of the plot that is not designed specifically to get people talking on social media is genuinely interesting and then is never never capitalized on in a meaningful way. Hmm. Like they set you up as in they set your expectation of like holy fuck this would be a really cool way to take this narrative and like I literally do not know where they would go from here and then they also don't know where they would go from there so they don't and then they just go the most obvious route like it's like a reverse it's like an anti-twist it's like um it's they 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 give the hint of moral gray areas and and then um just uh, just opt to return to the black and white reality that which star wars existed in um returning to the original paradigm um that's weird that said i really really enjoyed it the entire time it's a very enjoyable mess of a film you'll forget it in two weeks what get everything Oh my god. No, I got this shit. Okay. These bitters that I've purchased are 45% alcohol by volume. Okay. I mean, that's, that's pretty just, fucking strong. That's like liquor. I don't know. Well, bitters are like a like a, they're like a, a mixer. Like I I didn't realize that these were I, I should just drink this shit. Drink it straight. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I fi- so I purchased and finished a Junji Ito um I, I I think we've discussed this. You've had the um, yeah the an- the anthology or something. Yes, I um you may remember Junji Ito from um Daba 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 Da yes Daba Doob Deep yes you may remember him from I'm La blue. La La Doobie Doo La 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 Wait is he he's he's Dur Dur isn't he? He is Dur Dur okay. yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> DDR DDR. I was preparing myself for. For a whole string of narratives that had goofy um, uh, vowel and pronoun slamage. <laughs> hold on, hold, hold on, help me out here. Um, uh, it's just sort of onomatopoeia shouting monsters. Yes, yeah, but there were there was only like one of those. <laughs> but he was um, a really good one, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Every time you start <laughs> with the dab d, um, very good. It's it's a easily 50-50 split of um, narratives that are conceptually interesting and not developed upon and ones that are genuinely compelling throughout the entire thing. It is a... Um, it is very inconsistent. This It's called Shiver. It's a, it's a compilation of Junji Ito short stories. Um, it says there are nine short stories. That's bullshit. There are eight... One of the short stories is literally three pages long and mm. is just a coda to an existing short story. Um, hey, man, you, these stories can be any length. Don't you can't police people's art? No, 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 no. Baby stories shoes, have a beginning, beginning, middle, and end. Ever written, man. Um, beginning, middle, and end. What's um, the middle of baby shoes? Um, for sale. It's like I the, guess. It's, 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 the, it's sale. the it's the it's the period. I don't After, think there's a period. I think it's just like wait, a no, it's baby sales, baby shoes for sale, never worn. Is yeah. that it? Yes. Um, it, I guess it would be for sale. Uh, okay, fair enough. But um, <laughs> some of these get too get too goofy for their own good. 
Um, oh, I bet. But there are one, or, but there are one and two, one or two stories in, in this thing that are genuinely really interesting and uh, intellectually stimulating. One of them is about drawing comparisons between Mount Fuji and acne. Um, it, it, it there it continues to cut back and forth. It, it'll just like have um, sh- like drawings of Mount Fuji, and then like a dude whose acne is really bad. Um, and then horror and then writers the dude- are always like that. Like I remember reading a Stephen King short story that was all about the connections between like a, a Lovecraftian like a horror universe that was about to break through ours. And people with OCD and they, them doing OCD stuff was the way to like be the gatekeepers to keep them at bay. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of stuff. But, damn, it sounds really good though. It was really. I was. It's the only story I remember from uh, Stephen King's uh, Before Sunset or After Sunset. I think it's Before Sunset. It's a story called N. It's excellent. It's that's kind of my experience with um, uh, with Twilight Zone and other horror anthologies. Is like. One of them will break, will will reach you, and that's all it takes. Right. You know what I mean? It makes it all worth it. Like, um, yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some really, really good stuff in this Junji Ito thing, and then there's also some really goofy stuff. Uh, but I, I, I would recommend reading it. I, I do intend. To, I, I will read Uzumaki. Um, I, I, my interest has been peaked in Junji Ito, um, hmm. and this is my first foray into his his material. Uh, but that's I thought it was relevant to the show to talk about. Um it's it's sure. good. Well, read nice. it. It's pretty cheap too. It's like 20 bucks and uh you know if you read one story a night you get a solid uh, week of week of content out of it. It's pretty spooky. Speaking of anthologies of stories that touch your heart. I think, right? Help, <laughs> help me out here. I I had I had a way into this but then oh. I forgot it. Oh well, I got I got you covered, buddy. <laughs> okay, thanks man. <laughs> There you go. Um, we watched... Uh, this is a fan recommendation episode. <laughs> what? What? Uh, this is, uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, fan recommendation <laughs> episode, our second ever, I believe, after... Um, what was the other one? <laughs> Wait. I don't know, man. No, there was... <laughs> I know, we did have another one. I forgot it. I, I forgot it. There was something. No, now I need to find it. Crap. This is going to be a billion years long. Um... <laughs> Fuck shit. Goddamn piece of garbage. Um uh, that's directed at you, person who recommended this to us. No, no it's not. Right. Um We watched Pink was Ping Pong Club my idea? Was that a fan? I think Ping Pong Club might have been a fan. Oh, it was the oh, most retarded thing ever, wasn't yes, it? Wasn't that, that okay. description? My first instinct yeah. was to say Ping Pong Club, but I was like, no, I knew about Ping Pong Club before, but I did know well, about it. Well, we knew it. of it, but we didn't But someone sent it. me an email saying it was 26 episodes of pure autism, and so we watched it. <laughs> which, okay. which was maybe a little bit understating it, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it. Yeah, that it's, was it's like, it's really something. Autism and sociopathy and many other things thrown into one... Wonderful mixture, but um, but our our one and only friend, Robin Mask, and also known as Eight, also known as like three other things that he told us that we forget, uh, <laughs> recommended us um, uh, Mad Bull Thirty Four, and it has been we watched a, it. Damn it! It has been a while since we um, since we watched an early '90s slash late '80s uh, action gritty action OVA, so we decided to get back on that game. He, uh, that's our that's our spirit animal, by the way. Like, I think if you had to like 
come up with an anime that represented us, I think it's either Cyber City Oedo or perhaps this. Uh, sure, yeah. I identify as is a as an as a '90s OVA. That's that's nice. That's that's just a nice thought that you had. Um, we got to this one way quicker than we did ping pong. Ping pong took us like six months. We did this one in like. Okay, he sent us this on November 29th, so it's been a m- one month. Well, Ping but, Pong was such a, a, a resounding success that we had to, you know. Oh, yeah, we had to bring it back, bring the request back. Uh-huh. So much Patreon money from these uh, these fan requests. But, uh, yeah, he, he said it would tickle our fancy. And he recommended that we watch it dubbed, which you did, right? Fuck! <laughs> I watched the sub. What, you didn't really, did you? I did, I did, I watched the sub. Is the dub good? The episode's canceled. I'm sorry. It's Oh no! It's, <laughs> Forgive you, me, Robin Mass. You really did. Why you why don't you read he only sends us like one tweet a year. Why why don't you read them? I'm too busy tweeting about Fractal. <laughs> God damn it. Um alright. Was the dub good? Was the I, I enjoyed it anyway. Um It was okay. I have clips. I got the it's I got okay. the authentic I got the authentic experience. I have clips. I real. have clips. The New York accents. Oh, Shreepy. I got a route of Shreepy. Oh, so. so they they actually have, okay. Um, but yeah, this is uh, background info. Uh, this is a manga originally by Kazuo Koike. No way. Who did Lone Wolf and Cub? <gasps> and uh, something called Crying Free Man. And of course, our I've heard of that. Why have I heard of Crying Free Man? I don't know. I think, I think it was called Twelve Years of Slave over here. Oh my uh, gosh. Boom. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and also everyone's also everyone's favorite. I thought it was called Million Dollar Baby. Everyone, boom. No, everyone's favorite Hulk the manga. He did it's his his work. You read Hulk the manga? You fucking nerd. Yeah, duh. Okay, is he good? No. <laughs> Never read that shit. Uh, we're a little intoxicated for this episode, if in case you. I um. I didn't plan on this. Really? I, you, I didn't. I, no, you you texted me an hour and a half ago saying that you were going to be sloshed, so I think you planned it. Well, I I, I was sloshed, and I was giving you a warning. You know, like I didn't I didn't. I'm like, oh no. There's an ep- I, we have to record in an hour, and I'm drunk. Oh so no! I, I, Whoops. Who could have foreseen this? Um, but uh, Kazuo Koike is a, is a former pro mahjong player, and he's done all this stuff. And in 2011, he announced his intention to write a magical girl manga series titled Maho Shoujo Mimitsuki Mimi no QED. Oh yes. This dude is 81 years old. Um, you can see his mahjong prowess represented in the show. It's the the tactics and the strategy are evident in the character's actions. Most certainly. But uh, this is an OVA from 1990 through 1992 by Magic Bus, four episodes. Mag- Magic Bus. Magic Bus. <laughs> Magic Bus known for Legend of the Galactic Heroes and 2017's Skirt no Naka wa Kedemonodeshita, or In Again. the Skirt There is a Monster. The pedigree is 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 apparent. It's there. Like it's, uh-huh. it's coming up. It's coming up. It's there. Uh, the, there's a bunch of early early '90s voice talent in here. In the dub, 
I mean, which I watched. Um, you look at the credits. There's a lot of uh, Pat Labor. You see, there's a lot of Battle Angel, which is Battle Angel Alita, which we should watch along with the movie when that comes out in uh, way later in 2018. That's a solid episode. What? Easy content. That's easy content. Oh, ours. Man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Angel Cop, a lot of some uh, some Geno Cyber, which we should get to at some point. Uh, there's some Cyber City Oedo. There's a lot of Project Akko, but uh, there's a there's a bunch of people that are like only in this and Geno Cyber, and only or or only in this and Angel Cop. So it's just it's that uh, that that, that, cl- that crew that contingency. That's not the word. Continuum. You know, um, but this is uh, this is like a it's like a hardened buddy cop action show that's like sort of comedy and sort of not, and it's like this is '90s, early '90s. But when you think about it, it's like it's like uh, an homage to like the '70s, which is kind of weird. I think, am I right, Phil Major? What, um. Seven, 70s in which in what way like what well what? i mean this isn't this isn't totally like this this does have like not satirical but like this is a, a an homage right to some something this is it's like cop stuff cuz it um, this is it definitely just, it, not it 100% genuine me, i i don't know it it strikes me as like um just, I, 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 I don't, I don't know, man. It's hard uh, to tell first if, of all, if Japan is like I'm, trying to borrow directly things from American cop shows, or if it's kind of playing off of them. I really, it's hard to tell some of the time. I, I don't know. I, I've given up at this point. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, like, like to me, this strikes me as like they heard that New York City is a bad place, and then they set something there, like. I, I mean, well, there's definitely probably, more influence than that. I mean, I, look, I don't know anything about '70s television, and '70s crime dramas all took place in California. So, like, I yeah, but like, it's, I mean, you know, it's it's like the the guitar riffs and the oh, you didn't have the American soundtrack because you had the Japanese. God damn it, I can't I can't even talk about this show with you. Well, no, we saw we saw two different visions of the same show. I saw the Authentico. Um, version f- straight can you from just the go, Nippon. Can you just go watch the opening title card in the English audio, please, right now, live? Okay, all right. I'm going to do this live. Okay, please. Only for you, Declan. Thank you. Um, did you also have crazy CGI monstrosities before your episodes? Yeah, yeah. Um, w- weren't Pony those great, Canyon huh? had some crazy early 90s. Uh, introductions with some like really, really horrifying, great, like bouncy, uh, pseudo faces and disembodied mouths just, and eyes. Just, yeah, some real shit. <laughs> Slow it down, make a vaporwave video. Where does where does the title card happen? In the beginning. I don't know. I think it's. I mean, all of the soundtrack is different in the... Yes. You got it? Well, no, the soundtrack's different. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Is the Statue of Liberty part of the title card? No. No? Okay. Here, I'll... Oh, there it is. I I found it. I found it. Okay, all right. 
right? Okay. Yeah, right? No, no, this is only in the English dub. The Japanese version is like upbeat, upbeat pop music. Yeah, see, okay. So yeah, that's something that's lost in translation. They made it like cheesy, buddy New York cop music in the American version. So yeah. I don't know, who knows what the... Well, so their intentions are completely up in the air. I have no idea, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know. Like, let's just fu- let's just fucking get into this bullshit. I've also the given fir- up. Literally, literally the first episode, uh, the first shot of the first episode is the World Trade Center. It's the second shot. The first one, Statue of Liberty, still standing. That's right. Yep. Take that, you ISIS. Can't stop us, terrorists. Boom, Lady Liberty. You can't, you can't go yeah. up there because there might be terrorists, but it's still there. Yeah, it's not gone. It's, a, it's basically a restricted area. Yeah, but it's still there, and that's yep. how you know we won. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then the, the voiceover is like, it's the job of the police to keep these criminals under control. And then you just see the World Trade Center. It's like, ooh, right where Uh-oh. it hurts. But yeah. uh, there's a, there's just a lot of, you missed out on all the bow bow guitar. Like all the porny guitar is just like, wow, 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 wow. Oh, know? so so like, poor, like cop show. Now I it's understand where your cop show comparisons yeah, are coming yeah, from. Yeah. Yes, it's all yes, that. Yes, that is, that is cop show. It's nothing the, but the, cop the, show. Bow, wow. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. You know, like that's, that is cop show. Japan, the, the Japanese version was just, like just upbeat Japanese pop background music. Yeah. Uh, but it's Mad Bull 3434 refers to the precinct of New York, New York City, which is like, uh, it's, I looked at it on Google Maps. It's like the George Washington Bridge up to like the park there on the, on the riverfront. But, uh, there's nudity in this show. A lot. A lot of it. Um, the first scene is, uh, rape happening. It, oh, yeah, the, uh, first, um... First episode is a hit and rape. <laughs> Which is probably the greatest episode title I've ever seen. It's like, I was prepared for a full-on comedy when I saw hit and rape. <laughs> well, but, 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 like, you can't come up with a rape joke, like, that it, it must be accidental if it's from Japan. Like, I, I can't imagine somebody coming up with the episode title hit, hit and rape and, like, that getting through a group of people. Because there's a writer's room at every show. Like, you throw that out, and it gets chuckles, and then you kind of sit awkwardly as, like, the rest of the discussion happens, and you wonder if you've kind of, like, lowered your standing in the writer's room once you've presented the episode title, Hit and Rape. I can't even imagine. In Japan, that shit flies. You just, (laughs) you just imagine, it's just like a, it's just like a guy, and everyone in the room is really quiet and humble, and he's like, and he says, like, but it's in Japanese, though, but he's just like, um, I was thinking, um, uh, instead of, uh, Hit and Run, like you'd have in English, uh, it'd be, uh, Hit and Rape. And everyone's like, oh, hmm, hmm, hmm. So I assume that's how that happened. I, I can't imagine a way it happened other than that. Can you imagine? No. You would get yourself kicked out of Hollywood so quick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like you're, you're in your, your first, you're in the writer's room of Key and Peele, right? You're like, you're in like the second season. They brought in some new writers for it. And you're like, we need a we need a crazy name for this this uh, this cop drama parody that we're doing. How about hit and rape? And then you'd be out on the fucking street faster than you can say, whoops. <laughs> uh, uh, 
there's a rape scene. The guy gets his head shot off, mm-hmm. and um, it's our boy uh, Mad Bull, Mad Bull Thirty Four, as well. I guess he's not called that because he's just called Mad no. Bull. But uh, then he has to answer to the uh, the chief, the chief, and I got a clip of, of the English chief here. All right. The chief is very good. There you go. Tell me when you play Click. it. Click. Three. Two. Two. Oh. One. One. Just say one. play, you fucker. Go. The 34th needs new recruits of your caliber. Your grades from the academy are the best I've ever seen. But this is a tough neighborhood, so you'll need to keep your wits about. Where do you get this voice? He's is got this a some, Chinaman? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, is this like. Is this a bad attempt at no accent, or is that just his accent? Is he just, like? Is is he is he an Asian American who got a voice job doing a dude from New York City? Is it a fake accent being done really really poorly, or is that just how this dude talks? I don't know, but this this is my favorite. This is from later in the show, but I'm gonna give it to you now because sure. he just in this one he just sounds really really drunk. And I, lo- I can relate. And I love it. Is there something wrong? You got your sweet ass of it. I know what you're up to. You're guarding that recorded jacket. You've been hanging around there like five You've been hanging around there. got some serious with so voice going on there. No, but it's amazing. Well, it's just it's a mumbling mixed with an indistinguishable accent. But it's not obviously Eastern European. He's just like, you've been hanging around the girl. I love he would it so be like much. the most interesting character in a B movie. Yeah. Um, Anyways, but uh, we got uh, we got um, Mad Bull, who's a big old guy, and we got this uh, green uh, book smart cop named uh, Dizaburo Eddie Ban, as they call it in the as they call him in the English dub, but it's Eddie Bon. In and my in my version, he was a crack shot, and he's proficient at mar- every single martial art and can read lips. Well, yeah, in mine, he's that too, but he he was just showing that proficiency in the academy. He's still a rookie. Yes, I, I just oh, okay. they they kind of hype him up a little bit, you know, like yeah, and he's then a prodigy, he but he has no street smarts, you know. Yeah, and this is where I'm like, man, I'm wasting my life. Like this dude's, he's got it all. He's, he's got all the assets. I mean, he's also like. Five four, it looks like. So you got that going. Manlit, manlit, yeah. Well, if you stack anybody up next to Mad Bull, they're gonna look tiny. That's true too, but I think he is a very small man. He's like short compared to all the women, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. Oh, by the way, that that the chief's accent is the the, his voice actor's name is Bob Stewart. So maybe that's a fake accent. I have no idea. Um. But, is this uh, one of those Japanese animes? What? Do I gotta put on a Chinaman voice for it? Let me give you my Chinaman voice. Hey, there's your goddamn dirty cops. Um, Mad Bull's uh, nickname is Sleep Sleepy J.E. It says on his badge, Sleepy. <laughs> there's some amazing English in this show that we'll get into later. Um, Sleepy! But these, uh, the New York accents in this dub are, are so... Silly, they're almost old timey. Where everyone's just like, "Yeah, you say." Yeah. Um, but um, our first scene, this first episode has a like has a bunch of sort of mini uh, arcs, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to the rest of them, which are sort of focused on one thing each. So the first one is this a bunch of is two these two grocery store robbers in hockey masks, 
and um, also roller skates. This sort of introduces you to Mad Bull's uh, sort of mo here. I have a clip right here. A crippu. A crippu. All right, you're both under arrest. Throw down your weapons immediately. Hey, fuck you, Junior. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. The 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 uh, cop there sounds sounds like my my mom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I guess, yeah, it's still New York, right? Same state. Um, but, uh, yeah, one of those hockey guys just also sounds drunk. But uh, Mad Bull just murders the two of those dudes, and Eddie acts... Oh, and another clip. Eddie, Eddie I call him Eddie because he's Eddie Bond. Uh, he reacts to that like like he's a housewife who just found, like, a Snickers bar on the floor. Oh, sleepy. How did you just go and murder those suspects? What are you doing? Um, so then the, the hockey mask guy, he's, he's bleeding out from a shotgun blast to the chest, and he's still trying to rape, rape women. And, and then also the girl pees. This is a... this is this, These shows, these OVAs, man, they really went Every for possible it. button they could push, they push it. They do. It, it's... Um, it, this is also very much in character from every New Yorker I've ever met. Peeing themselves? Mostly the wanton rape. Oh, okay. Um, so that, but, but Mad Bull shoots this guy in the head three times, and he gets off like the second two shots before the first one even explodes the head entirely. Mm-hmm. Like, it's he's shooting it as it's exploding. Just OVA things, you know. Just OVA things, early 90s OVA things. Um, and then it's time for whores, whore arc. So it's the wait, 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 wait. I that? would like to go on record. You, you missed an important element What's of that? this first encounter. Um, so, the, so uh, Dizuburo, aka uh, is it Eddie Bond? Eddie, um, yeah, my boy Eddie. Uh, Eddie. Eddie goes to comfort uh, a witness to the first crime that took place, and she refuses to let go of him. Um, and then Mad Bull advises him to um, goose her in the ass, yes, which he does. He does. And that's him, like, learning the streets. <laughs> put your, she'll calm down if you put your finger in her ass. Which I found to be true uh, since I've seen this first episode. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Just sedated her right down, huh? There's some girls who were really worked up during my screening of uh, Star Wars The the Last Jedi. Your screening? <laughs> yeah. You're I mean, when I'm there, it's ass. whatever theater I'm in, it's my screening, oh, baby. Okay. You know? It's like, and, oh, uh, calm down when Chewbacca's on the screen. Here, is <laughs> the finger in their butt and they're good to go. Wait, was that Chewbacca or like a a, a rapper? It's a, that was a Tie Fighter. Oh wow. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, um, prostitute arc. Prostitutes are there's a lot of them because it's early '90s in New York. Mm-hmm. Um. So um, it's. So they're checking out these whores, and it's the 90s, so it's time to play underwear or pubes. This girl lifts up her skirt, and I have no idea what's going on under there. Um, but all the whores are really hot, and I wish New York City hookers looked like it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Mad Bull is like, he's like, first not, first like he's like a hard ass, but then he's like a, and he's also like a pervert. He's like, hey, you're new. You want to sit on my face? He says that. And, um, that's like my favorite, because he sit half-assed attempts at small talk followed by explicit explicit sexual requests are like my favorite thing ever. 
<laughs> like you're, you know, you know um that's typically the, how my dates go like the t- the tinder um screenshot can i yeah can yeah I of eat, course can i eat your ass after the yeah, tentacles joke like stuff like that is my favorite so so when when madville's just like hey hey how's it going you're new around here want to sit on my face i love that <laughs> but um he um <laughs> uh he then he then he, they find out that that eddie's a virgin because he's a, a nerd so um uh, Madbull's one of those guys who just has unlimited access to dozens of hookers, so he just like me brings all of them in to uh, to destroy Eddie with pussy, and yeah, 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 he manages to make it out alive. But uh, um, he uh, he's Madbull's oddly apologetic for this, and it's it's still a mystery as to how he has access to all these whores. But, um, well, Dizabur- Di- it's worth noting that uh, Dizaburo forgives him for this yes. uh, transgression because he says that Mad Bull's heart was in the right place when he asked all these whores to come on to him. He, sure. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of very attractive ladies and they were all trying to get at him. So yeah, they were all really. Well, Dizaburo is saving it. He's saving himself for marriage. He- yes. He announces that very loudly as the women pile on to him. <laughs> They're all like really interested that he's a virgin. I don't think that works that way with women but whatever um uh, the woman's mind is an enigma declan that's true so they'll never truly understand what goes on in there we're like halfway into the episode and they're already in silly disguises and they're cops which Mm -hmm. is great oh yeah fantastic um and uh, this one's about a a corrupt shooting range instructor slash rapists and um the but then the girl they're going after turns out to be um, a journalist or something. Uh, journalists ruin everything. Episode nine hundred and forty-three. But then Mad Bull shows up. Uh, he he he's uh he's showing her who's boss. I forget what happens. I don't know. Okay, I got this. Okay. So so please so talk they, for a they, while. They, they dress up. They they dress up like ladies and go to a women's self defense school. I know that part. And, um, and um, they follow uh, a woman home who who is especially like taken aside by the instructors and be like, "Hey, you seem to have a good uh, good handle on all of this." Um, and it turns out that the instructors were setting up to be raped. Um, and then so the the uh, Mad Bull and uh, and Dizaburo, uh stomp you know they they intervene and uh, stop the would be rapists and fucking explode their heads. Um, and it turns out that they were there was a they were setting them up as a part of a TV show. And that this this whole rape thing was planned, right? And I took I took this to mean at the time that um, the rapists were actors, which would be way better. Oh, that's not true. No. <laughs> no, instead the rapists were actual rapists, and yes. that this was just part of like a reality documentary series, uh, which again a recreation. Like if they were recreating a rape, that would be way way better because that's just wanton murder by cops. Uh, but that didn't happen. They were real rapists. Um, yeah, and, but then, uh, and, so and the man, reporter was the reporter was pissed with them because like why did you have to go and kill them? We were going to get information from them, and then Mad Bull reveals that the rapist had intended to kill the the uh, the TV host, um, and uh, that they, and then he walks away silently and solemnly, which yeah, is cool. Yeah, you, at first you're like, oh man, this guy this guy's a loose cannon. He's he's gone. He goes too far, but then you realize it's because he's been on the streets. He's seen some shit. He knows what's going on. He knows what's up. He's streetwise, and also he keeps fucking whores, and it's great. But um, 
so then the next uh, story here is um, Mad Bull keeps fucking whores and uh, <laughs> he don't want to stop. And he makes it. He sit outside in the police car, and f- first of all, I started having trouble with all of these blonde women who look the same. Yes, this becomes increasingly more apparent as the show goes on. It's ridiculous. When you have multiple named characters who are blonde. Their bodies and faces and hair yes. are all the same. And not only named characters, but just a bunch of random hookers as well. And a lot It really of, mixes the whole thing up. A lot of them are quite manly, as we've seen from, from OVAs of this OVAs. era. OVAs, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but then we got this guy named Curtis... And uh, Curtis is a big old black man with a rose tattoo, and he's going to kill Mad Bull. In my, sh- in my version, his name was Black. <laughs> oh, so that's why they changed it. <laughs> yeah, his name was Black Tattoo. <laughs> that's pretty great. <laughs> this is an African-American gentleman who, who also happens to have a quite distinguished tattoo. He's not that body. much of a gentleman. He's, pretty, he's a pretty rude man. Uh, he's mostly a rapist. Um... But yeah, he's gonna kill Mad Bull, and he tells his ultra Jewish bank, ultra Jewish hooker. I don't know why I said banker there. I don't know what my whoa. Jesus, I know why you did, bigot. God damn, you're right. Fuck. You've been on pole too much. This is a pro Jew podcast. I'm, this I would like a... to go on record and say that we love Jews. What was that accent? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. Um. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like Estefan Winsmore. Oh, okay. I love the Jews. Um, but, um, Curtis and his hooker are always nude, even when he's, yes. like, killing her. But, uh, yeah, uh, his hooker knows too much, so he kills her, and Mad Bull finds her, and Mad Bull hates dead hookers, he gets really angry. Uh, so him and Eddie go out to find Curtis, uh, and they stop at a gas station and listen to an ob- obvious scammer. He's like, hey, well, have, you, have you seen this large black guy and he's like oh why don't you stop and get some gas and snacks and let me recharge my memory they get played so hard oh my god like a damn fiddle like it's literally the next scene after homegirl getting murdered is them going to a gas station and they know everything that's transpired Mm -hmm. and they're like let's just take a quick break you know i know i know our friend just got killed but let's take a quick break let's get a coke yeah let's get a hot dog um, so the yeah the gas station attendant uh, cuts their oil lines and apparently cutting people's oil lines makes their car like fly through the air and explode. <laughs> have but, you seen evidence the alternative? I have not, but uh, so that happens. But they survive, and I have a clip right here. We're good, because the guy's looking on as their car explodes. Oh, what a pity! A tragic accident. <laughs> Um, I've I've heard worse deliveries in uh, Coppola films. Oh, it's not that bad. And but now they're playing dead, which is a cool cop thing. Yes. Um, also, a, also a cool uh, Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn thing. Of course, yeah. It's like I like how this is all like these are big events, but they're happening very fast. Like the next scene is just them at their own funeral, you know. Yes. And uh, you know, this we're still in the first episode. This is like a cop trope bonanza. Um. But they follow a guy at their funeral to Curtis, who's on a train, and then they do some train fighting. And uh, there's a really long, drawn-out scene of him and Mad Bull fighting, and Eddie's doing nothing. And finally they get him, and there's another decapitation. 
and the other guy does some knife throwing with that amazing wind-up animation. Yes. Uh, and then his head also gets destroyed very graphically. And um, it turns out, in the end, Mad Bull was actually a nice man helping out all the town's sluts. And he uh, steals money from the whores to uh, help the whores and their venereal diseases. Wait. Now, this doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> what is... So it He's just, redistributing like, the wealth they're making to causes, the good causes that they wouldn't be smart enough to pay for otherwise, like genitalia health. But, so, so they were... He's giving them money, and then also he's taking that money back. He's not giving That's, them money, he's just stealing it. Wait, because in my version, he, he was supply, he was paying for their rent and, like, in their, like, their, their, their living, you know, like, and, like, their living expenses. And then he was just taking back the money that he gave them, which is just Indian giving. Oh, in, in, that's, oh, man, Jesus, holy shit. Which I know, not appropriate to say, but I don't know any other way of saying it, because I'm an American. So, <laughs> like, um, in my what? In my version, he's, he's taking their money to fund a clinic to help hookers with VD. No, in my version, <laughs> he, is, he gives them money, he gives, he gives... Um, like women who are victims of rape and also prostitutes who have contracted venereal diseases. And he's, he, he supplies them with money to pay for their rent and living expenses. And then hmm. also sometimes he takes that back. I don't I'm like, but that's not cool, man. Like it's a <laughs> gift is a gift. Interest, buddy. With, with, if Mad you Bull. If you don't use it, you lose it. It's true. He's, a, he's, a, he's investing in the, the, the women. Wait, so let's Never talk about this. In women. He, is he is he exploiting these prosts? He likes a good bang. He likes some good puss. But no, he gets, I think he's, he gets. He's definitely a good person. So whatever this this OVA is trying to say, it's trying to say he's good. I don't know how. But. You know what? I believe it. <laughs> I I I believe in Mad Bull Thirty Four. This is bullshit, but I believe it. The OVA. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, so much humanity in this how could i not and then the, the finale of this episode is like a tribunal and the they the, I, I love how japan thinks american cop law works because it's just like hey you're his partner is he bad and he's like no and like, no man he's chill and they're like okay um I believe you implicitly. Yeah. Anyways. And then that's that's kind of it. And then the lawyer who's against Mad Bull is like, grrr. Um, and then in the credits, there's a special thanks to the 34th Precinct of New York Police Department. So I guess... They, I mean, they, they're obviously... Their exploits are, are being ac- accurately displayed on the screen. Sure. Um, but uh, can we talk about this this tribunal right quick? It's it's good. It's a good scene. It's, it's, like, it's like a... It looks like a nerve headquarters room. Like there's just a giant American flag in the background, a bunch of shadowy faces. They're not shadowy. You can see it. They're sitting at a U, but you know you can see them. They're just kind of. It's and they're pretty. They're pretty it's, benevolent. It's they just want to know what's going it's on. It's quite dramatic. Sure. It's, it's a. It seems a bit over the top for just the chief of police of New York City. I mean, it's well lit. It's not like it's really ominous. I don't know. I'm not necessarily ominous. Just um, just just like. Do they have a room that just has a giant American flag as one of the walls? I hope I'd, they do. I believe that. That doesn't seem very far-fetched. I don't even know. Do you New Yorkers even like America anymore? Uh, the cops are probably okay with it. I, I Okay, that's true. This is like 1990, you know. It, well, 19, Judy, Giuliani wasn't even in office yet, man. No. Had to even clean that shit up. That's why you need Mad Bull 34. 
Do you think Mad Bull 34 was inspired by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? It was inspired by Spider-Man, I think, as we'll see later. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars. Um, but uh, episode two opens up... What is this one about? Uh, oh, it's about um, this... Uh, wait, what's going on? Oh, it's about this... I got it. Do this, you want me to do it? This, this other uh, lady cop shows up. Her name is Perrine. Yes. And she a has traditional a traditional American name. Of course. Uh, uh, and she has a little bit of a weird accent that I can't quite place here. Let's see if you can decipher this. All right, here we go. As an accent specialist, I will dissect okay. where this voice is from. I've just been transferred from Queens. This is my first day on duty in the 34th Precinct. I'll be damned. That shit ain't American. Well, not even a little bit. Well, you know where it's not from. That's a good starting point, I guess. <laughs> it's that shit ain't what, even a little bit American. No, not no. It's it's weird. I just transferred from. Yeah, it's like I'd, a vaguely Cajun, I guess. Right. That's what I was. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this episode opens up with like this, this like almost Rasta-looking guy being chased by our boys, and he takes a, a lady hostage. But it's a, it turns out it's an action lady. And it's Perine, uh, Perine. Perine Valley. Perine Valley. What and, a name. Um, this one's called Manhattan Connection, which is not as good as Hit and Rape, sorry. But um, and uh, an evil guy who's evil shows up at the precinct, uh, but he's very good at interrogations, and he gets info out of the guy. Um, well, he just threatens the perp's child, which he threatens usually his isn't child. To- he threatens his child with embarrassment, which isn't that bad, you know. I mean. Oh, in the Japanese version, it was murder. Oh, okay. In my version, he just threatened to take the guy in handcuffs to the kid's playground and let his friends see that his dad's a lowlife. No, no, He's, it's going to be He says that all his friends will know that his dad is so low he could parachute out of a snake's asshole. What? <laughs> I told you, man. I told you about the Fuck. dub. I don't know. The, su- the sub's pretty good, too. It's, it's, uh, it's more ambiguous in the sub. Oh, man. I know. I don't know. They both. I think it. I think the sub has its merit. I, it's more believable. Sure. Gritty, real. Yes. There's a lot of good cop, bad cop in this first scene, at least. But it's like a, not an act. It's like actually good cop, bad cop. And then they switch. It's funny. I don't know. Anyways, um, there's a that they uh, they they're getting the they're trying to intercept this drug uh, uh, deal. And uh, the, the lieutenant guy who shows up. Shit. I got it. No. Okay, oh, go keep ahead. Keep going. The, uh, the, so, so they stage a scene where the lieutenant acts like a John and Preen, the, uh, the new blonde sexy lady, yes. acts like a prost. And um, the lieutenant gets a little bit fondly with her. And yeah, uh, Diesborough, who who is in love with her, by the way, that's like his right. arc in this episode. He's in love with her. Um, gives the, the he, he's keeping watch from a, like a rooftop with Mad Bull, and he gives the danger signal, which just so happens to coincide when the when the baddies show up. Um, and uh, then um, the lieutenant threatens to kill Perrine if she disobeys him, uh, because we again we already knew he was evil based on the fact that he's very obviously evil in every scene that he's in. <laughs> Um, so, so, uh, Lieutenant goes after the drugs and then homeboy bounces once he gets the drugs. Um, 
And uh, yeah, and, and so it, there, he leaves Perrine, Mad Bull, and Dizaburo to take care of themselves. Mad Bull fucking drops Trow, revealing that he's got a bunch of grenades hooked into his pubic hair. Yep. And uh, that, then Mad Bull and Dizaburo... That was, the, that was the screenshot that Eight advertised this show yes. to us with. Sold. <laughs> and uh, and they, they rained explosives from above onto the, uh, the, the gangsters, the baddies, uh, wiping them out. And then, uh, it, then the next day in the paper, the lieutenant gets hailed as a hero for intercepting this drug run, uh, and this upsets our trio of protagonists. Um, yeah, and this, then we get a. This episode right? seems a lot sillier than the first one because we got grenade pubes, and also, um, uh, Mad Bull gets his like ass shot full of bullet holes, and like there's blood pouring out of all these holes in his butt, and he's like, "Oh no, my ass!" Yeah. Uh, and it and it also has a Latino rob, robot comic book villain as our main antagonist. Yes, which is very silly. Um, so we also get a silly montage of Dizabura, uh kind of like falling in love and lusting after Perrine. Uh, yeah, and Mad Bull's trying to hook him up. Mad Bull's tr- trying to be a good wingman here, and he hooks uh, hooks him up with a, a bunch of roses to give to Perrine as a gift. Uh, he he wants uh, he wants Dizabura to make a move. Uh, that's that's a serious player move to hook your boy up. And uh, sure. so Dizaburo waits outside of an office uh, for Perrine, and Perrine's lambasting the lieutenant, and the lieutenant leaves and, and sees that Dizaburo's got these flowers, and he snatches the fucking flowers out of our boy's hands and stomps on them. And that's that's that ain't cool, man. No. Uh, and then we cut to Sleepy, aka Mad Bull, just shredding some pussy up, and I'm like, is that is that Perrine? Like that, oh, like because right. again, because we got blonde girl confusion, which is a significant yeah, portion the, the, of the show. The lieutenant and Perrine are like in they're they're staking out the 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 mafia or whoever's the drug guy's yes. headquarters. And then it cuts to like Perrine getting fucked by Madville. It's like what? But it's, <laughs> but, it's but, it ain't, but it ain't Perrine. It's just a prost. It's just a blonde prost. And uh, so yeah, the, the how, lieutenant how many, Perrine. It, it must cut to Madville fucking some random whore. Like five or six <laughs> times throughout this four episode show, probably. Yeah, he does that a lot. Re- relatable, and, and it's very, not very explicit, but you could you could see it. It's like comically explicit. You could see it. You know, uh, oh, I always see it. But um, so the lieutenant, the lieutenant, uh, bad guy, and Perrine head to what's supposed to be a, a gangster's pad. Um. And then Mad Bull, in the, in the midst of, uh, mid-coitus, makes a realization about the case, and he's like, wait a minute, there's something going on here. And he heads to his cop car. And it's not much of a realization, because he's like, wait a second, this guy is, is crippled because of Perrine. That means he doesn't like Perrine, oh no! And that's his realization. Look, when you're when you're in the act of the most carnal, carnal, <laughs> uh, carnal version, the, the fuck, uh, no, most carnal it. nature, you know, you can't really, you, your, your thoughts are quite, uh, base, sure. you know? Um, and he, he goes out to his, by the way, Dysaburo has been abducted by baddies. Uh, Mad Bull goes to his cop car, which smells of piss and sugar, and it turns out this dude, I believe his name is Mickey the Electrician or something, um... This dude, basically, it's a dude who smells of piss and sugar. Yeah, in, and in the it, dub, it's coffee and piss. Um, I, guess I guess smelling like sugar. sugar doesn't make much sense in uh, in English. And uh, this dude set up a bunch of he spills a bunch of uh, canned coffee onto the ground. He's like, half of these cans of coffee are filled with plastic explosive, 
And uh, he's like, you have to make your choice or yeah, some this bullshit. Is, this is one of my favorite characters, Nickel the Mechanic. Nickel, uh, yes. He's great. He's got he's like a he's got a loose buttoned up shirt with no undershirt. He's wearing a boater hat. He's got like a Mexican accent and he's like really super skinny dude. He's great. Oh, he's missing a fuckload of teeth too. Yeah, and he just drinks lots um, of coffee. And uh, so so Mad Bull grabs a can and it's just the, it's um, the first can he grabs is the wrong one. And it fucking explodes. But he's fine because you know explosions and, uh, mean so- nothing in this show. So the, the lieutenant and Perrine break into a boardroom in this this gangster's pad, and uh, they they come across a robot Don who you made reference to earlier, who's this Hispanic dude who's got a robot face and he's he's in a wheelchair. I mean, at first he's like he's just like has a reconstructed face with some metal, but then later you find out he's just like a robot. Yes, <laughs> and uh, the gangster's goons uh, strip strip Perrine naked and just go in for a little bit of rape, you know. Oh yeah, they're uh, real. Hey, copper, watch me fuck this bitch. He says in the English dub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Dizaburo escapes his captors through, because he, because of his love of Perrine. Yeah, and, and he uh, uses grabs fire a fire extinguisher. This will stop these giant black rapists. It, it briefly stuns the black rapists. Uh, I don't know where you got black from. There are various races, Declan. Various races, Declan. Uh, Non-white rapists. Um. And, and uh, they, they, they come to their senses after being stunned and, and show and uh, Dizaburo shows them his butt. Um, yep. Which, which does not work. And the goons just start fucking my man up. Well, I think <laughs> that just, was the like, point. I think that worked. I think that's what he was trying to do. Uh, yeah, I guess he's buying time. But yes. the goons just absolutely fucking obliterate my oh, man. Like yeah. they, they hang him from a... Hang him from like a like a lamp or something. It's a very you know? it's a very long scene, and if the music and voice acting had been changed, it would have been a very serious scene. But instead, it's just very silly. <laughs> yes, and uh, Dizaburo just just gets the shit kicked out of him. Ooh, yeah. Um, but he because of his love of Perrine, he has the strength to keep going. Um, and just a goon goes in for the killing blow, but Mad Bull shows up and blows the fucking blows a wall open with the uh, one of the explosive coffee cans he took from. Nickel mm-hmm. the uh, Nickel the mechanic or whatever the fuck his name is, um, and then uh, Mad Bull infiltrates the place. A fight ensues. Um, this is when I started uh, thinking, why is this ending scene so similar to the last episode's ending scene? Because there's a guy that's choking Bull, and then he gets his arm shot, and then the scene goes on for way too long before something happens, and then a dude gets decapitated, and it's the same thing as last time. And then it turns out that's kind of yes. how every episode ends. In a way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, Mad Bull, um, he gets into a few bare knuckle brawls and then gets strangled by Robo Trubs, as I've dubbed him. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Dizaburo manages to roll an explosive can underneath the, uh, the wheelchair of uh, Robo Trubs and blows that shit up. And Mad Bull flings the boardroom table at Robo Trubs, decapitating him. And then we go to the hospital where Dizaburo is in like critical condition in a full body cast. And uh, he's only managing to hang on due to sheer will. Um, and he has 24 hours left. Mad Bull has the genius idea for Perrine to marry Dizaburo um, because he's in love with her and that might give him the strength to carry on. But she can't because she was in love with Mad Bull's old partner. And, and the, but then Perrine agrees to go along with it if only to save her boy. And they hold a ceremony where Perrine gives him a kiss and then we get a little bit of uh, Dizaburo's heart starts, uh, starts a beating. He goes, his heart's a flutter. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then, uh, wakes up from the coma and asks for a divorce, saying he well, wants a, he wants a real wedding. He wants to yeah, uh, hang on. Let's it down a bit yeah. easier than saying he wants a divorce, you know. 
in my version, he says he wants a divorce. Oh, brutal shit. Uh, but there's also an important scene where the lieutenant uh, gets the fucking shit pummeled out of him. Yes. Sure. And that's the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, the helicopter. Right. Okay. Um, episode three. Episode three. I would say this is the highlight of the show, by the way. Which one? <laughs> episode two. Oh, you think so? I really liked episode four. But we'll uh, see. but three um three is not my favorite. It's uh it's about this this guy who did a did a bunch of rapes and Moida's um even though he's like like a really rich businessman looking guy, he's like raping women in parks, which is a real which is a really weird thing. Um and he has so that much. That is money. a weird thing. He has so much money that he just got out of it, even though. This reporter lady, who's a new character, who's introduced, uh, is like has all this ridiculous evidence that obvious. Like, she's like, "Oh, he paid to get out of it, but uh, all of his, all of the semen and DNA and blood at the scene, all of the scenes, and were also his. dip spit, and all ever like she she has all this like I don't know if it's insider evidence or what, but it's like." All she has to do is say this, and like he's in jail tomorrow. It doesn't matter how much money he has; it's ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> but uh, she she has all this info, but no one will listen. So she she's trying to uh, break the case. I don't know how if she already has like undeniable evidence. I don't know what she's trying to do, but she keeps trying to get assassinated, and that's the episode. And she keeps falling in love with Eddie because uh, he keeps saving her while she uh, keeps almost getting killed. So there's a, there's an attack at a restaurant. There's a bunch of guys with machine guns, and and there's a uh, and uh, how does the Chinese gang figure into all this? That's the that's the murderer guy hiring this elite Chinese uh, syndicate of assassins to murder her because she's I don't know why he thinks she's a threat to him if she already has undeniable evidence as I've already said yeah, and it seems to be above the law can't huh? do anything but he really wants her dead then again if I like let's assume he's innocent if I were an innocent guy and some lady were bitching on the news about how I was totally a rapist I'd probably want him dead so I could kind of see his perspective you know uh, oh my god so he hires a bunch of Chinese guys you are such a shitlord what with Pompadour what is, what is it fucking know. 2014 get the fuck off this podcast you fucking loser um, oh my god to to, uh, to kill this woman what do you mean you don't believe every rapist implicitly shut up and um, wait there's there's a I'm getting out of order here but um there's a protest of this guy made up of entirely apparent like heroin addicts because they're all just like in the English dub. They're shouting really slowly and lethargically. And, and uh, one of their signs says, what is the justice? <laughs> Damn, that's existential. <laughs> this English man. Uh, and uh, you didn't get to hear the Chinese accents, but they're very good. Uh and um and that's it i don't know the 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 sound effects in the dub are way worse they're way quieter and less you know they have less, less texture punch. less impact i wonder if they actually just had to straight up redo them Be- it seems the times that i listened to a bit of the dub it sounded like they redid everything 
which is like the death signal of any dub. When you you, don't you cut out for the second to... half of your last sentence there. I didn't hear you. It's like it's like the death sentence. For no, any before dub. that, the um, when you listen to it, what happened? It sounded like they had to redo everything. Oh, okay. Which which is like usually they don't have the budget or creativity to make like like really good oral decisions happen. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I like wonder. Never... I wonder if there was practically like no cooperation between the the east and west when it came to the localization. Yeah, especially in those games, because even like game localizers now don't even always get the tools they need to to edit everything and change everything correctly. So I wonder yeah. if they just sent him over like the raw footage and were like, "Hey, go nuts, American!" And they Stupid just had to figure it out. Go nuts. That's what it seems like. Yeah. So it's. We'll get to it more in episode four because it sounds like they may have, may have licensed some libraries, but uh, all these sound effects in the version I'm watching are pathetic. Um, but the leader of these Chinese assassins is Bobby Wong, and he gets to make out with all these ladies. And then there's a fake assassin nurse, and then the reporter lady quits, but then it gets kidnapped immediately, so that was pointless. And then there's a big tank that Mad Bull lifts up and destroys and explodes, and he's fine. Uh, and then, then they get real evidence... And now the guy's going to jail. Because apparently the the blood and semen at eight rapes wasn't enough. And then as a funny goof, uh, Jackie, the reporter, uh, goes to Mad Bull's apartment with flowers and he tries to rape her. That was, uh, but then I, uh, that was on, a... But then that was on purpose to try to turn her away because he can't make her happy or something. Uh, it, to me it sounded like he was kind of cover his tracks. Like I didn't come across like that at all in my version. Where like in where, my where version, he, he's like, "Oh, I'm a tough cop. I put her in too much danger. I can't make her happy." Yeah. No, <laughs> no. In my version, it sounded like he's just kind of socially retarded, and like immediate and immediately went for like sex because he didn't know what to do otherwise. Like, there's none of that in my version at all. Oh, that's like amazing. like 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 he's like that beautiful woman. I couldn't save her. Like just or something like that. Like there's no, no, no. There's no knowingness on, even, on even the part the of Mad 90s, Bull. These localizers had to soften things up. <laughs> yeah, that shit's fully. Uh, oh god, that that scene is is uh, quite egregious. It did <laughs> seem it's like it is out of character. I think you might like. He does seem like he's putting on an act. Maybe the tra- maybe the subs are bad, but it's like. He's obvi- he he he's like going. Eh. He doesn't do that. He's he fucks like a like a gentleman most of the time. Yes. So it's probably yeah, on purpose. Yeah, the it's, it's bad subs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chalk it up the bad subs. That boy's not a rapist. It doesn't look super good on Mad Bull. <laughs> That's he's willing to sacrifice his image for to save this lady. You know, it's like uh, it's like Batman. It's uh, he's the Dark Knight. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Um, but. Uh, in in the our last episode, episode four, maybe my favorite. It, this is a good one. It opens up one. with a bunch of police officers being uh, massacred, and then there's like a a steaming green uh, manhole. So I'm thinking like, oh man, are we are we dealing with a chud? Remember chud? Oh my god! Are we? Uh, yes, I remember chud. Are we dealing with uh, what did that stand for? A, a cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Oh my but God. it turns out it's something even better. It's just the Green Goblin. 
It's the Green Goblin mixed a little bit with the Predator. It's the Green Goblin plus Predator, and it's just the lightsaber sound because he has. Yes, yes, it is. It is. It is just the lightsaber sound. Oh, so in your version too? Okay, yes. good. Yes, they it's just that. lightsaber. Fantastic. He's got blades on his or her spoilers uh, wrists. <clears throat> it's amazing. So, um, yeah, this episode's all about the 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 uh, car, uh, can't. Wait, what's the what's the sign? The uh, yes, um, cor- 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 corn cornucopia. Corn? No, corn. No, the um, corn. Cor- cor- um. <laughs> oh my! How do we not? Wait, no, we can signs? get. You know, we, we 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 can't continue until we get it. No, no, no! Don't fucking type the shit. It's not Scorpio. That's what they based it on. Capricorn. God damn it. Yes, there it is. Fuck. <laughs> the Capricorn killings. Uh, and this one's called Goodbye Sleepy, which is a oh, fake no, good, out. Goodbye without the E. Yes, and with a hyphen. Uh, this episode's fucking awesome. It's just this chud murdering all these cops uh, with the lightsaber noise. And... Uh, and and uh, but you know Mad Bull still up to, up to his old uh, his dick thrusting animation gets better with each episode. I swear as yes. they go, they, their budget increases. But um, there's their cockling this... budget is, is definitely improved. Absolutely, in this one. but uh, he's also really joyful in this one. This you know yeah. Well, it's a contrast with his ultimate demise. Uh, but uh, this cop killer. <laughs> This chud, his uh, the post the post processing on his voice is like really fucked up somehow. It's like the gate is wrong. It keeps like dropping way in volume. Maybe it's different in your version, but in mine it's very bad. It keeps like cutting out almost. The volume keeps dropping. But um, there's so many. Again, I didn't listen to yours, but there's so many stolen sound effects in this episode. I recognize all of these bullet ricochet noises. I can't place them, which really annoyed <laughs> me. But it's all these bullet ricochets I've heard somewhere before. I don't know if it's Half-Life or what. I feel like I heard them recently. I don't know. But all these... Yeah, <laughs> fuck it, something. I, I don't know. But uh, we got another big, big, big name cop, Captain Bean. Oh, my God. Not Rowan Atkinson, but I wish. Uh, why is it that talking on a podcast makes my nose all stuffed up? Now I sound all nasally. Ah, oh, you talk for a Let while. Let me just interject for a moment. I don't think we're at this part in the episode, but um, at one point, Mad Bull dons gear to fight the he he, he dons gear twice. to fight the Chud. The first time he's wearing a hockey mask, which yeah. I love, and it's really like ridiculous, and it makes his head look puny. Uh, uh, he's got he's got a hockey mask and like hockey pads on. I love that. That's all. I love. That's that. all I got to say yeah, on this that's episode. That's very good. Um. But yeah, they uh, they hunt down the chud and and um, they 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 think it's related to Sleepy's old friend Kevin Murphy, um, who looks who a, looks, who looks, looks a little bit like Eddie Murphy. To me, he looks a bit like a horrible blackface caricature. You think so? Yeah, I, right. I think he look. It's more the expression. I thought he was a pretty like, cute man. I, no, he's definitely cute, but like his his expression is like, oh, did I do that? <laughs> like, it looks coy. And he's got it's, it's it's it seemed a bit racist looking. to me. I don't know. I mean, it's a positive 
stereotype, whatever it is. He's I like, would say Ooh. I would say it's a neutral portrayal. <laughs> this guy, but uh, like have him looking straight forward. Why is he looking shifty sure. like that? <laughs> well, he is a drug addict with stomach cancer and who takes bribes from the mob, which is why he uh, had well, to leave the force and has a grudge against Lee because he ratted him out. He's got really nice lips. So they lead him. They challenge him to a duel in Yankee Stadium, and Mad Bull dons a crazy mech suit and he kind of looks like Modoc in his close-ups. And it <laughs> turns out that Chota's a lady, uh, and she. Uh, escapes and mad bull's drinking in a bar more like sad bull uh we get a bunch of him we get, we get, we get so many degrees we get glad bull we get sad bull we get mad bull uh chad bull when chad, he's laying exactly laying that rod right? um he so he meets uh it's 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 kevin murphy's sister whose name is cindy and uh, she looks like a she looks she looks like uh an Ivy League poli sci major. <laughs> uh with she got the braids. She young black woman with the braids. And uh I thought she was cute. She is she is uh, she's an athletic woman. Um and yeah, she's an Olympic former Olympic athlete and she's she's a total freak and she wants to sleep with Sleepy cuz she cuz he reminds her of her brother. Can you blame her? And at this point, she's like, take take me, Sleepy. And I'm like, all right, this is the part where Sleepy, even though he's drunk, finally realizes that he won't stoop to that low for sex. Oh, he's come like, on. He's going to be like, no, I won't, I won't do this. I won't stoop this low. But then, whoops, never mind. Nope. He, 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 fucking, he fucking lays this girl hard. He's like Masato from Evangelion. It's the only way that he knows how to show affection, man. He's yes. broken. And uh, then we get a really weird piggyback scene. And uh, Sleepy is really retarded. She's like, hey, hand me that gun strap. It reminds me of my brother or whatever. And he's like, oh, okay. And then she holds the gun to his head. But that doesn't kill him. It just change him, chains him up. She knocks him the fuck out. And uh, this, by the way, in the dub, Sydney's voice actor because voice actress is really really unbelievably bad and it it doesn't help that her dialogue at one point i don't who was the comedian who told the joke about mortal kombat the movie and he's like all the dialogue is like you will die no you will die she literally says at one point you killed my brother now i will kill you and that's it but um yeah so she's killing the mafia um and then she's in a lot of trouble. All the cops are after her, and Sleep is like, "Oh no, I gotta do a mar- I do another, gotta do another elopement slash murder suicide, lovers sort of suicide with this woman because I love her now." That um, seemed a bit. Um, it's a little rushed. Serious, yeah, serious turn here. This episode, it's you know, it tries to have some finality, so it seems very rushed for forty-eight minutes. Yes. You know, he's yes. in love with this woman. He marries her. And then they try to do a double suicide, but but it doesn't feel out of place in this show. Because sure, yeah, because other episodes have gone this it's way. Very silly, but uh, it's you know it's been foreshadowed like at least two times that she can't kill him, so she doesn't kill him, and he kill he shoots her. Uh, and uh, oh, uh, one more clip. Uh, Eddie's Eddie kind of takes a backseat in this one, but uh, Eddie's reaction 
to Mad Bull getting married to this strange woman all of a sudden. Damn, this is weird. That's Eddie's voice in the dub? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, he talks like this, boss. Hey. Oh, my God. He's like a normal person in the sub. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is me. I'm Eddie. Uh, sounds like he fucking belongs in Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series. He sounds exactly like Joey. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> Joey. Um, so, Sleepy Lives and New York is Rough, I guess, is the lesson. There you go. Mad Bull, Mad 34. Bull, the 34. This is, a, this is a good... This is a good OVA. <laughs> it's enjoyable. <laughs> it's fun, uh, fun for the whole family. Family entertainment. It's It's one of those... I always enjoy a good one of those. It's uh it's it's one it's a good nineties gory OVA with lots of sex stuff in it. Um don't go into it expecting high art. You know what you're getting yourself in for literally from the first thirty five seconds it's, of the first episode. It's a little ridiculous. And yep. uh, but sometimes a little bit of ridiculous is good in your life. Oh yeah. I I I, I felt like I recognized a bunch of the voice actors, but I I couldn't pinpoint any of them. It's uh, yeah, but it's it's uh, it's mostly just silly, and I think it's some. I th- I still think, even though I can't really gauge his intentions, I feel like it's silly somewhat on purpose. I I'm mean, sure. I think the grenades and the pubes really really prove that part. Yeah, it's um. I don't. It makes your life a bit weirder when you're watching it. Uh, I don't know if this happened with you, but like. I would watch an episode and then leave my house and then everything would just be a bit more strange for a bit. <laughs> like, like it would, like it affected my mental state where I'm like, everything's kind of goofy. Like I don't, <laughs> uh, that might just be I me though. The weirdest. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, just, you let, you, you, you let the media, you let it in. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a cynic. Yeah. You know, I got, I, I got to let it wash over me. Um, it's a strange television program. I don't even know if this aired on TV. Um, no, it, not for the faint of heart. There's pretty brutal murder and lots of rape in this thing. There's a lot of head exploding. This would not get made now. <laughs> it's, it's, this is very much a product of its time. The the the, the easiest way you can put it is this this would not. This would not get made now. No, 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 no. no this no, no. nothing. It's look. The further we get from this period of time, the more I enjoy these these things because it's a relic of when media like this could get made. Um, I don't know if it should be made anymore, but I'm glad it did get made at one point. <laughs> and uh, it's it it brings you to a, a, a more simple place in time. When making television programs about rape in New York City was chill. <laughs> because, because it wasn't real. It can't be made in America because of the whores, and it can't be made in Japan because of the whores. For the <laughs> yep. exact opposite reason. It's, um... Wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Mad Bull 34. It's not high art, but damn, is it fun. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the highest art, which makes it seem like low art. It's uh, it keeps you guessing. Um, I don't know if that's true at all. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's the, a, I don't know if that's you, the case. Uh, you know when you you, you watch like um, like Monty Python, the Holy Grail, and and it oh seems like it's gonna go completely off the rails, 
but like that's kind of the point is that it's it's teetering on the edge of being unwatchable the entire time. I was just talking about this with someone the other day. Uh, the first time I watched The Holy Grail, I was eight years old, and I so did not understand that like I had no taste back then. I liked everything, and my dad showed me Mon- The Holy Grail in like during a car trip. I watched it in the van in the Honda Odyssey on the, on the tiny like four inch screen. And I watched the whole thing, and my dad was like, "Did you like it, son?" And I was like, "No, I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't get it at all. It doesn't. It's not. It's not real. I didn't like. I didn't like that it was silly. You didn't like logic jokes. I did. Yeah. When you, I, I when you were eight, I didn't like. You didn't like. I didn't like hyper ironic like uh, meta. Phys- I, I I did not like it. <laughs> I I, uh, I I I've come to love Monty Python's Flying Circus. I don't know if you've seen it. Like that's like the that's progenitor the show, of most of that humor. Right? Yeah, oh, and, yeah, and like um, I appreciate uh, it like, now, of course. Just important. just logic jokes. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. This is not on this level. This is this is a still a stupid silly thing. <laughs> um, whereas whereas Monty Python's a very intelligent silly thing. This is cop nonsense. Um, yeah, this is this is a uh, silly silly garbage. But man, is it fun. Um, there's nothing more to be said. Yeah. Yeah, I would have had more fun if it was... The sound effects really were distracting, I gotta say. It was like... I didn't have that problem in the sub. Yeah, that was the one downside, but, um, the New York accents almost made up for it. It It's just like none of the events had any impact because, like, they were so... They were so not paced well. Um, Well, they would just careen. It would... would it would careen into a scene. You know what I mean? Like, it would just, like, the episode would be going at one pace, and then we would enter a new scene where everything would fucking hit the wall. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, it's everything in the mellow, 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 and then the drama starts, and, and then, then for like the rest drama, of the show... then the explosions are very quiet. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... Um... I really enjoyed it. I would probably never watch it again. Um... <laughs> it's again a relic it's like you can watch it and be like this is the way that things were at one point not literally but like this is the kind of media that could get made and um it's more interesting as is is a scholarly subject than as a a piece of media this is uh this is how this is part of how anime got this reputation as being this Yeah. Uh, in the 90s, um, it's like, hey, everything, it's all rape and murder, right? It's like, yeah, you know it's what? Tot- it's I guess gratuitous. It was. I it's guess it gratuitous and, and, uh, un- and, and superfluous and unnecessary, but man, it's still pretty fun now that everything's ugu ugu bullshit. Uh, I like ugu ugu <laughs> That's not true. Actually, it's, it's well, actually no, right, less it ugu is. ugu bullshit, but, but like, there was a peak ugu ugu bullshit, I felt like, a couple years ago. I, think, like, I feel like we disproved that in a previous episode. You're right, you're right, you're right. We did dissect exactly how much Ugu Ugu bullshit Fuck, there is. Fucking Blend S just aired, man. That was the that was the moeest yeah. shit I've ever seen. It was amazing. Oh my um, god. Um we're talk- Yeah, Matt oh, God damn it. What? We have to watch we have to watch an entire new season. No. Hell yeah, baby. Three days uh, from now, winter twenty eighteen starts. Uh, Boom. The, Mad Bull was a great reprieve from this. And now you get to watch what's what's there, and it's time for a preview. Mad wow. Bull 2018, please. Please reboot. That would be terrible. Uh, the new Kino 
was awful, and even Kino fans admit it. No, really? I watched like four episodes, and it's just terrible. Kino, the people have noted, Kino was totally out-Kinoed by Girls Last Tour, which is uh, the first thing I've rated a 10 in eight years, almost, since Disappearance. Truly a masterpiece. Unironically perfect. Not perfect, but, you know, we're talking about modern stuff. You tell me Ping Pong's not a 10? Please. No, it's a 9. Oh my god. How is that not a 10? Because I didn't know what was going on, but it was really good. <laughs> oh. Um, Watch it again. Sure, yeah. I just, I don't know. Um, did we do a ping pong episode? Ping pong club we did. We didn't do... Yeah, but we didn't do ping pong the animation. Well, no. Did we do a preview for that? No, that was 2014. I thought we... Oh. Um, we've only oh. been around for two years, huh? No, Damn, two and a missed, half at this point. We missed it. Sure, but I mean, everyone's seen that shit, and it was good. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah, it's like it's a uh, mm, that's high art, baby. <laughs> it's very good. It's just yeah, uh, it's the point. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Literally every second watching it is enjoyable. I don't know what there is to to say. Yeah, <laughs> like that's true. Like I, every I just episode. Keep track of all the characters and their and their things. There's a little, there's not that many. There's like there's six. There's a bunch, and it's only eleven episodes. I don't there's China. There's China, or Kong. Yes, and there's like the other Kong. guy from the other school, and there's like wandering guy who quits and like wanders on the beach, which is very. He's good. only got like he's only got like an episode. It's just it's just they it's probably my fault. They just do a lot of talking about characters when they're not in the room. So I there's just a bunch of Japanese names that I don't connect to faces. So I'm just like, what? Who? Uh, you know. It's been three years. Any, I don't any, know. Anyway, anyways, I, I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to direct this to the ping pong. Shoujo Shumatsu has the densest world building I've ever seen in anime, and it's fucking immaculate. Uh, but, but anyways, next season you can look forward to such gems as have you have you seen any um, Takagi-san? Master of no. Teasing, Takagi-san. You haven't read that? People are crazy about that manga. That'll be no. airing. I've been reading that. That doesn't look like it's going to be very good. Second season of Nanatsu no Taizai. Yes. I should watch the OVA. I didn't finish the first season. I got like six or seven episodes in and then stopped. That's forgettable, but... It's good shonen shit. It's, it's, it's like completely forgettable, but absolutely amazing, which is a rare combination, but it's like a, it's like a completely forgettable 9 out of 10 show. That is, from my experience, the best shonen shit is that way. It's just yeah. inherent to that genre. It's totally that. I had a great time watching that. Uh, Kiwani's Violet Evergarden, which has been way overhyped, is airing, and it's probably going to be a solid seven. Uh, oh, The Trigger Show. Darling in the Franks is airing already. Oh, shit. And that's got the character design guy, and that's, I don't think that's going to be, I think that's going to be bad. That's, I'm calling it, I think Darling in the Franks is going to be bad. Hold, holding my expectations until I watch it. All right. Okay. I just want to do a quick predictions. Uh, oh my god, there's a bunch of shorts this season. Let's go. Shorts. <laughs> Slow start. I'm excited for. There's nothing else really. I don't know. You tell me you don't. You're not excited for killing bites. What are you? You're telling me. You're telling you're not excited you for. It's just a and a chart. Yeah, but we're killing bites. Killing bites. I don't know. It just looks like oh, garbage. Yeah. Oh, uh, ouch. Yeah. Ooh. You're telling me you're not excited for more Yawapeta, even though that's a good show? I mean, yeah, I would be excited if I had the patience for 38-episode shows. There's a lot of biking up hills. 
and front <laughs> and derailers. I, I hope an e- equal amount of biking downhills, otherwise, you know, it just Seems violates like the laws of averages, really. Fourth season of Yamamushi Pedal. Holy, really? Have there been four? Yeah, they put them out like once every two seasons or something. How many How many years has it been? Could this one's called oh. the Glory Line? <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, there was Yamamushi Pedal, thir- 2013. Holy shit, 38 episodes. And then Yamamushi Pedal Special Ride, OVA from 2013. Then... Yamushi Pedal Reride, which is a movie, 2013, 2014. Yamushi Pedal Grande Road, Reroad. Okay, Grande Road at 24. You episodes. cannot reroad. Um, Chiba Pedal, and then New Generation Winter 2017, 25 episodes. So that was the first That's half like of this year. It's a grassy kind of thing. God, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of Yawa Pedal. All right, it's a lot of gay boys. Oh, so many. What were you talking about? Uh, I'm just kind of looking over this next next month of misery. We can do it, doesn't, it faster it doesn't than that if you watch the shit fast. Um, well, last time we kind of opted into a, a more broken up thing. Yeah, we should Six episodes per seems more appropriate than three or four. Let's try to do like How many do we four. got? If we have to watch probably 30 things like usual, I assume... Oh my god! Do six episodes. That seems that seems per good. no six episodes per our episode. Um, Maybe remember, I, I I uh yeah. Hmm. I've been watching a lot of movies recently instead of anime. Uh, <laughs> I was going to watch anime and then I'm like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> like I'm just I I, uh, I I I watched a, a bunch of movies. Uh, I watched fucking the long goodbye. Um, which is like a like a a noir film from like the seventies. That's a great movie. Okay. I watched Badlands. That's a uh, it stars Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek. That's like a it, it, it's a Terrence Malick film. Oh, that it's one. Like the, right. Uh, um, that's that's a great movie. Sure. I watched the original theatrical oh, cut of from Star Days Wars. Of okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is his film before. Sure, Matrix. sure. Uh, I watched uh, the original theatrical cut of Star Wars. Um, okay. That holds up so well. It's kind of hilarious. It's like every scene in it is perfect. It's Star Wars. This is before like they jammed a bunch of CGI bullshit into it. Like I, I found. I feel like my memories of A New Hope are pretty pretty clean. Well, so so what happened was they, they 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 released like the special editions that they like jammed, like in like their late nineties they put a bunch of CGI monstrosities in yeah. the various scenes, uh, and then a group of very dedicated fans combined a bunch of like the best versions of the cuts that didn't have those in it into a film, and that's called Harmy's the Specialized Edition, hmm. um, and I watched that and uh, that's that's a perfect movie that's still perfect in every single in every which way that you look at it it's like visually it still holds up uh like i still can't believe how they did most of the effects it just like is impossible to see the seams um like it's still very tense throughout the entire thing you know you know like the trash compactor scene you know like the scene that's like the most famous thing ever sure yes 
uh, still really tense because Luke hmm. because Mark because Mark Hamill's performance is so good during it. You can't help but be roped in. Hmm. Um, the 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 Death Star run is still like it gets my heart going, even though I know they're gonna blow up the Death Star. <laughs> like I like, but I'm still like, oh my god. Yeah, it's fun. Oh my god. Oh, wait, holy shit! I just realized that Studio Dean is adapting Junji Ito stories. Yes. Sure. Ito Junji collection. Apparently it's from his book Fragments of Horror. Oh huh. yeah, that's a full that's, length. Wow. That's cool. Hmm. That's really cool. Man. Oh man. Don't get too excited. Uh, now look, I'm I mean I'm sure they'll fuck it up, but like Junji Ito stuff is like kind of meant to be fucked up, so hmm. like we'll see. Anyways, yeah, Star Wars is still good. The original one. Like episode i watched i watched uh, episode four and then immediately went and saw the new movie which oh. definitely set unrealistic expectations for what you could expect out of a star wars movie unrealistic expectations for being straightforward yeah being an hour and 40 minutes that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> being an hour and 40 minutes of um of one one storyline no no filler I just guess, straight dope yeah, i guess there's only one in that first one Sure. You should. When was the last time you watched episode four in its entirety? Oh, I've seen it so much. I don't know. I know. I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh man, I've seen it so much, and then I watched it again. And I'm like, man, I forget how like how many subtleties there are in this movie, and like how it works on. Hmm. Like it still works even if you've seen it a fuck jillion times. Nice. Which is, uh, I don't know how we got the Star Wars. Uh, fuck, we we we're end, we're capping it. No. God damn it. Um, we must stop this. New card capture Sakura. I didn't I don't know if I uh, if if I articulated my thoughts on Mad Bull, but I think you did. I think so. Yeah, there's not I mean it's not much to articulate. So. Yeah. Yep. So silly and stupid, but you should probably watch it. Look forward to hot winter coverage. Yes, 2018. And it's coming. And we're gonna try to rebrand this year, I swear. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't true the last two years. But yeah, this year, there's only for two sure, of us now. I don't know if you noticed, but there's only two of us. We so like, really, whatever. Hold on. Huh? I got it. No, not, not when we're recording. Fuck giants. See you guys later. <laughs> Come on.